Titles, go. The Incident. Hewless. Kid Cop. <laughs> Jesus. Rockabilly Rampage. Should have been a cop. Mailed in the mail. All right. Um, Corb's had a couple of titles too, but he's not here, so I'll rattle them off quick. He had Brain Bucket and Mr. Rousey. Let's do this. Warning. What you are about to hear contains explicit language, adult themes, and potentially disturbing content. The views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. This podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever, in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned. Hello, welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. Forbes. I'm Kev. I'm Jack. Boys, it's got you geeked. Ooh, I got one. I got one this time. Remember a few weeks ago when my wife tried to kill me? Yes. That was a was I there? No. That just paid off. Did it? No, I didn't get a brand oh. new bike. <laughs> yeah. I did get a brand new helmet though. Which is probably more important. You, let me just tell you, buying helmets sucks. Because if you don't want something cheap, you can't find someplace local to try it on. So I took a chance. I ordered one, one that I've always wanted, at least to try on. And uh with the understanding that I could return it for free if it didn't fit. Um I, any of you guys ride motorcycles or know people that ride motorcycles? I, I, I know a guy. I know a other guy. Other than me, no. I a lot of my I know friends people. Yeah, actually, people that ride. So, do you? Are they the people you know? Other than me, are they kind of particular about their helmets? They have one brand, and that's what they like. Yeah. Yes. That's been me for probably thirty years. The only helmet brand I've ever wore was Showy. It's a Japanese helmet manufacturer they're very very good helmets uh they've always fit me just right i've never been able to fit into another helmet as well as these showies now this is for motorcycles atvs dirt bikes stuff like that snowmobiles i wear something different the showy i have does not vent well right the one that i got got damaged in the in the incident it doesn't vent well it never did from day one and i never did return the helmet when i had the opportunity when i first got it first ride on it I knew I didn't like it, but I kept it. And overall, the helmet's been fine, but it just didn't didn't vent very well. So I did a lot of research this time, and I came up with two brands that met my needs. One was Arai, which is another Japanese manufacturer, and the other one was Climb, which is kind of new. They're they've been around for a few years now. They make uh, riding gear and stuff like that. And Polaris bought them a few years back. So the Climb helmet doesn't have as many features on it, but it's much, much lighter. I, I know friends that have that helmet. They love it. It's super light. It's awesome helmet. But I really wanted to try an Arai. Nobody carries them. They're a high-end helmet. They're kind of expensive. Carbon fiber shell. So very, very light. 
Um, so I took a chance, ordered it, got it today, tried it on, took a ride on one of my bikes around the neighborhood, out, got the feel for what the ventilation's like, and it is perfect. Looks nice, fits nice. Uh, I'm just, I'm so thrilled. The last time I tried an Orion, which was probably 15 years ago, it didn't fit me. I couldn't get the helmet on. It was the correct size based on my head shape and head size or head size. It wasn't the correct shape. So there's different head shapes like, you know, bucket head over here. It's got a round head. Mine's more elliptical, right? So the Arise and the Showies don't fit the same. While this one, they've changed the internal shape and design and it fits. Not only does it fit, it feels great. It looks great. Couldn't be happier. So that's what's got me geeked. I got a new helmet and I am so pleased. That's very cool. Did you have uh, to send away for it, Kev? Or how'd you know it was the right size and all that? Like so, so because they said to... it would fit SpongeBob. So. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so the only way to the only way to size helmets these days is to you measure your your head where they tell you to measure it. You know, it's so far you know, above the ears or whatever. It's the, it's the, it's the widest part of your head. Actually, it's the widest part of your head. It's typically above your eyebrows and you use this cloth tape and you measure it. And then you take that measurement and you compare it to what the helmet manufacturers have on their website for sizing. And I knew exactly which size based on their recommendations. I looked at my helmet that I currently have, the Showy, and exactly what Showy states for that helmet. What size, the helmet shape, you know, the intermediate oval is what they call it. And I went to Arai and I said, okay, this helmet, intermediate oval, this is the size, let's give it a try. Like I said, the last time I did this years ago, didn't work out. This one, pulled it out of the box, put it on, perfect fit. Outstanding. So, so do you know, Kev, when you ride, is it, do you use it for, do you, you ride dirt bikes too, right? Dirt bikes and street bike. I have a I have a dedicated dirt bike helmet, an off-road, off-road helmet. Okay. One specifically designed for just using goggles. It's very, very light, carbon fiber shell. Um, I have tried it on a road bike, but the bill, the bill on it, yeah. it just captures so much air that it just, you know, it pulls your you head back. back. It's really not, it's not good for road, road okay. riding. These helmets, they have that kind of an off-road look where they've got a bill on them, but they have a regular shield. You can put the shield up and you can wear goggles if you want to ride off-road. So like dual sport riding, sometimes on the road, sometimes on right. off-road. So that's what this helmet is. It, it can be used for both. Although I wouldn't use this on a dirt bike. It's a little bit heavier. It's a little bit more cumbersome. I, and, and it doesn't vent as well as my pure off-road helmet. A pure off-road helmet or my snowmobile helmet, either one, the ventilation on them is fantastic. It just, they flow so much air. They're just, you can't beat them. I just, I, I was wondering, because I know some people, you know, I know some people that ride just on the road and have just, a, you know, road helmet or whatever. I didn't know if you had, like, some guys wear the, the skull, the skull cap, to, stuff like that. I didn't know if you had something like that. So, that's a good, that's a good question. I always wear full face. Um, I, I never, I do have, like, an open face helmet, but I don't have any of the, the little, you know, the little brain buckets. Beanie cap, yeah, little beanie cap types. Right. Um, I, I have an open face helmet that I just kind of wear around fields and stuff before like doing a, doing a, a race or something. But, um, I always wear full face on the road. Um, good. Here's a quick story for you. My wife actually got in an accident a few years back 
um, she had a, a, a 400 cc scooter, which is the, what they call a maxi scooter, the bigger, the bigger ones, you know, full body work meant for going on the road or long distance, whatever. She wasn't really, she had her license, but she wasn't really that familiar with riding. So she had a little situation where um, she got into the gravel on the side and um, she was heading towards the ditch. So she jumped off it. She ended up in the road. The machine ended up in the ditch. She was fine. Shook off, obviously. But when she hit the road, hit the road, her face hit the pavement. Oh, she had a full face helmet on, and it scratched up, you know, the the mouth area of the helmet, and it scratched up her shield. And she was fine. And just imagine if she had one of those little tiny little bucket things on, or yeah. an open face helmet. I mean, she could have been just that little bit of a fall, and she wasn't even yeah. going that fast. That little bit of a fall could have really messed her face up. So I'm a big fan of full face helmets. I I don't wear anything else. All right. I just I was just wondering. That's all. Nice. <clears throat> Good questions. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because you know, on them them TV shows with the bikers, they're either never wearing helmets or they have no, the I've, tiny I've, little. I've, I've noticed. Color hats. Yeah. Right. Like I, I've noticed color hats. Nice. Well, better like for the I'm... camera if you can see their face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I mean, I, I just actually just finished up watching the Mayans uh, final season tonight. So, but I've noticed that all those guys they wear like the the skull cap, the beanie, the beanie cap, and I think Kev's right. It's so that you can see their right. face or whatever. And obviously, I mean, they're not like out there tooling around and and whatnot. So, but yeah, yeah that, a... that was that was the reason why I was asking. I didn't know if if you had something like that too. Some some folks actually still have the the rebellious sort of a outlook on you know you don't make me do what I don't want to do kind of thing you know right. they don't want to wear a helmet because they're told to wear one if they want to wear one they want to do it themselves or they don't want to wear one at all and they don't care about the consequences or they understand the consequences and they're going to take them as you know as they come those are the people that tend to wear minimal you know whatever the minimum thing is that they have to wear. Um, other folks just wear it because they think it looks cool or whatever. Right. I I like to do three, four hundred miles a day on a motorcycle, and you can't do that with an open face helmet. Not and actually feel good about yourself at the end of the day. Right. <clears throat> All right. Um, I'll just keep mine anyway. short. <laughs> very, very good, Kev. I'll keep mine short and sweet. What's got me geeked? Um, I know, right? <laughs> so. Uh, in February, I got a ticket while um, texting and dri while driving. So um, I know. So I was real close to my job. The cop pulls me over, and uh, he's like, "Do you know why I pulled you over?" I'm like, "No, officer. What was going on?" Because I was late for work, and I'm never late for work. So I was texting my boss. I'm like, "I'm almost here. Um, sorry about that." He pulls me over. This cop has to be like 19, 20 years old. So he's like a kid cop. He comes up to the lights on my window and he's like, you were texting and driving. I'm like, I apologize, officer. And actually, I'm actually pretty calm. Usually I would probably be frantic a little bit, but I was calm about it. He's like, I'll be right back. Give me your license. So he takes my license like like really fast. I'm like, OK. Wow. So he runs my uh, license and he comes back and he's like, OK, here's your ticket. And he's like, like, like shoves it in my direction. And like, I have to catch it, which is weird. He doesn't hand it to me. And um, he holds my license and he's like, okay, um, now tell your boss you're late for work. And I'm trying to grab my license. I was like, yes, officer, I will. 
He's like, tell him you're late. And he's holding my license. I was like, yes, officer. Yes, I will. He's like, good. Yeah, seriously. It's like, what a fucking prick. So I look on the ticket and I get to work and I've never, and like I said, this is probably like my second ticket. I had my first ticket was a speeding ticket when I first got my license years ago. So that's not off my license now, my record. So um, I talked to my doctor and he was like, oh yeah, plead not guilty because you don't have, you have a clean record. It should be fine because I look it up. The ticket's $250 and seven points on my license. I am fucked. I am fucked. So I look, I literally look up this cop. I find his Facebook because I like Facebook stalked him. He has two guns going like this. I was like, what a fucking prick. He's literally, okay. So I plead not guilty. I do. I literally get my driving record. I have to pay that. Literally. I'm, and literally I'm calling the, um, the county clerk because it keeps like, because like, I was like, okay, I'm ready to plead not guilty. They're like, oh yeah, we haven't received it yet. This is back in February. Do it in March. He never turned it in. Do it in April. Do it in May. Do it in June. And then finally I get it back. They say, okay, we're going to say you had obstruction view, but we need you to complete a defensive driving course. I was like, what the fuck? Come on. (laughs) So I'm getting onboarded with my new job. And in between, you know me, I don't want to procrastinate. So I'm doing the defensive driving course. That's six hours long. So in between that, so I mail that. So I literally get everything done. Wait a week. Wait another week. So we're at this week finally. I'm getting it mailed to me in the mail. No points on my license. $30 I owe. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. So after since February 16th, 2023, we're at what? July 26, 2023. I finally got my ticket resolved. Thank you, fucking New York State, for doing nothing. Mine was handled in like a week. Can I can I give you a hot tip on those kind of tickets? Go ahead. Wait, wait to your court date. Go to court. Do I it all have. there. Do it all there. Twice I have had tickets. Once for a seatbelt and one for I think it rolled a stop sign or something. Both times the sheriff never gave the court the tickets so so that so the judge is like after the third person gets up for whatever you know for whatever their date the thing is and they realize they don't have the tickets they're like who's here for tickets on whatever date people all stand up have a nice evening (laughs) (laughs) i literally should have went because this cop was like a little kid out of college i felt he was like an asshole probably in a fraternity he was just an arrogant prick like I wow. literally, I'm I, I hated There's, this guy. He he was a douche, literally. Like, are... and he was like showing his guns off, and he was showing his tattoos. I'm like, fuck. I, I have a lot of friends that are cops. I respect the authority, but this guy was a douchebag. Yeah, I I have friends that are cops too, and they actually fit this what I'm about to say, and all of them, every single one of them. The vast majority of people that become police officers, especially sheriffs are little little boys with chips on their shoulders that were either bullies in school or were bullied. Makes sense. So they have a chip or something to prove, or both. Huh. Guess I should have been a cop. I was about to say, Paul, you do not want to be a cop. I was this close. My dad was was a cop. My dad was a cop for a long time. 
Mm-hmm. And he said that he he hated giving tickets. That they're they're required to write tickets. Oh, yeah. Quota. They have to meet their quota by the right. month. Right. He, he, every every cop will tell you there's no quota. My dad's like, there's a they're, quota. They're required to do certain things to fulfill their job. They're not required yep. to be a fucking douchebag asshole. Yes. That's choice. Yeah. That's 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 personality choice. Yes. That's a personality exactly. Because why? Because people. It has yep. nothing to do with the fact they have a badge on. Although the badge and the gun give them a little bit of authority that they didn't have otherwise. But people are people. Power corrupts every single time. Mm-hmm. What was it? Um, last thing, um, my, um, what was it? When I was probably 21 years old, I was driving back from Rochester with my dad. We're in the town of Jordan. And this was kind of funny. He was speeding, which he shouldn't have, because he had to drop me off and go right back to work. And then he went and literally, um, he went through a stop sign too. So he did a double. The cop pulled him over. I'm like, Dad. And he's like, no, we have to go. We have to go. I'm like, Dad. And he's like, I was like, there's a cop behind you. He's like, fuck me. He, and literally, we get, the cop pulls him over. And literally, the cop's like, okay, let me see your license and registration. My dad's like, here you go. My dad's all pissed off. And literally, the cop comes back. He's like, okay, you were speeding. And you rolled through a stop sign. He literally said these exact words. I can't make it up next. He's like, take your pick. Which one do you want to be dang for? <laughs> my dad's like the my dad's like the stop signs like okay i'll go write that up literally my dad literally was like oh fuck it. i don't want to deal with these means you want to go get a beer right now i'm like whatever you want dad will do it so absolutely okay. and my, the of, cop was yeah he was like take your pick my dad's like some of them are really sign. cool some oh, yeah. really cool i got i've got lots of stories but I'll, I'll share them with you the next time you come over to paul's for a party unlike this last time Oh, shit. I'll be there on Saturday. Like I said, I was at work till 11 o'clock at night. Hey, what's going on Saturday? Next Saturday. Not. Oh. Yeah. He said Saturday. He did. Next. He did say Saturday. I did say Saturday, but I meant to say next. I'm sorry, Court. It's fucking terrible. Got me all confused now. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. I'm going to go speeding now. Right. Through <laughs> a stop sign. Through a stop sign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for, for me, I don't really have much for what's got me geeked. I mean, I mean, it was nice seeing you guys on uh, Saturday. Us guys. Yeah, no. the three of you. Yeah, the three, two of you. Three. There was three. There was three of us. He was there. It was, it was nice that you came. I mean. Mm. <laughs> right, there, there was four. There was yes. four. Yeah. We could have had a whole show if Jack showed up, but no, he decided to work instead. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck you, of course. <laughs> we could have had a pre-jack. We could have had a pre-jack show. Right. Yeah, that sounds weird. <laughs> oh, that's fucked. I'm glad I missed that. That's weird. <laughs> it was nice. It was nice hanging. I wish I could have stayed a little bit longer. Um, we ended up going to the Chiefs game, which was uh, which was fantastic. I'm sorry, Mets game. Let's get that right. The Mets I still game. call it that too. So I don't yeah, I was going to be the Chiefs to me. It doesn't matter. Um, but uh, the Mets walk hit on a walk off two run over to the win. Bottom of the ninth, two outs. So so it was it was nice. So. And the fireworks after and all that stuff was was good. So outstanding. I got nothing else. Although, although my blood sugar's been pretty good, but we were talking about oh, awesome. it. Fuck yeah. So yeah, I, I took it I took it this morning. Well, this morning it was th- over three hundred, which obviously is not good. But when I came home today, it was uh two ten. So it was three thirty three thirty when I left this morning for work and then it was two ten when I got home from work. So whatever I'm doing during the day eating wise is helping so i just gotta translate that just do that yeah so and i gotta stop eating after like eight o'clock or seven o'clock at night so that's i haven't had anything since 
seven o'clock tonight. So that's good advice for anybody. Yes. Yeah. Murder. Yes. Uh, and to continue the theme, mine is also uh, my, my birthday just rolled around. We had a heck of a shindig for it. We had us a good time. Uh, good food. Good food. Yes. And that, I gotta Fuck admit yeah. that, that, that food was that was uh. Fuck yeah. You know, wraps, the two loaded potato skin wraps that your wife made? The ones I hate? Shut <laughs> up. Oh, they were awesome, Corey. Fuck them. Great. I am literally the only person that no, no, does no. not like them. Kelly yeah. didn't like them either. Oh, that's right. What yes. was it? What was it? Stuff. It had like, it's, it's, it had like it, shredded it's potatoes got, it's in there. Breakfast and... hash browns, um, bacon, scallions, sour cream. A sour cream like sauce kind of thing over yeah, the top. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then you put it in a tortilla shell, you wrap it up, and yeah. you bake it and in the oven. She bakes it, yeah. Really good. Cool. Now, I think it could have been maybe baked a little bit longer. Yeah. Or uh, on the grill. Yes. It was on, a, on the yes. grill would have been good. Yeah. If I they cut they, them first, cut them first yeah, and do and them on the grill, it. so you get a nice little crusty all around them. They, that. Oh. Yeah, see. <laughs> get them all the crusty. tacos were pretty good, too. I yeah. Fucking tacos. I ate so many of them. I almost fucking <laughs> blew up. It's a good thing I bought like 30 of them. God, I love those. <laughs> yeah, those were good too. They were. They were. Um, that uh, I got scolded because they were over seasoned because I said that the tacos we had a few nights before were kind of bland. So she did extra seasoning when she made that batch and she yeah, wasn't happy. Oh my God. I loved it's them. A, I thought they were awesome. No, it was really good. I mean, it was, it was a little salty, but that made it really good. Maybe drink more. That's that's what we needed. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was good. I was good. Everybody was well behaved. What time did you stay till, Kev? I know that you asked you were, you were going to you were sensitive about if I was going to come back or not. Did you stay past ten o'clock? Like ten thirty. Kathy was yeah. getting a headache. Somebody yeah. was wearing some really strong perfume. Wasn't me. Kinky. <laughs> it was Jack hiding in the bushes with his perfume on. Sure. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, I can't the, play that card. He's working for the post Jack show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna go with that one too. <laughs> um but you yeah, it was that. a good time good time was had by all. Um everything ended up like uh wrapping up around eleven thirty. For good. And I immediately crashed out because I was exhausted and drunk. So Did you have a fire? <laughs> yeah, we, we had a little bit of a fire after Kevin mutilated the uh wood. So they had to make it small so it would light on fire. They were trying to, they were trying to light pieces of wood that were that big around. They couldn't figure out why they wouldn't light on fire. You don't start a fire that way. They're trying to start the fire with a fucking log. Yeah, we had the he's log holding, in there, and he's we had the fucking had lighter, shit around freaking it. log for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, where would it start? Paper went up great. On. It was fucking awesome. Yeah, fucking morons. We didn't start the fire. Did I you think get that those played. Starter, starter bricks that you had from last year? Did you still have those? Yeah, and I had a whole bag of kindling in the garage too that I just didn't go get. So, so I just made yeah. some kindling. That's all I you did. did. Oh yeah, did <laughs> it worked too. Yes. But, all right, let's uh let's keep this shit moving. Nobody's playing any video games, right? Nope. All right, then I guess it's time for Kev's tabletop review.
Okay, so I've got one for you this week. Um, found it on BoardGameGeek.com, and reading through it, it just looks like this is a riot of a game uh, called None Shall Pass. The four heroes rose up against the Blight and sealed its immortal remnants with their legendary power. Now, as the guard of the seal, it's up to you to keep the Blight's minions from setting it free. Every guard in None Shall Pass has their own way to fight. And so do the monsters. With eight guards to choose from and 20 diverse monsters, no game will be the same. There is the appeal. You have eight heroes to choose in a four-player game. The combinations, did I say it, are almost limitless. Obviously, they have a limit, but that's you get the idea. And with 20 different monsters, leveling one to five for each game, you build your heroes, you build their skills as you go up against heavier and heavier monsters, you know, more, more, more difficult monsters. Now the game itself is, um, it's a, it's a board based kind of, well, not, no, it's not a board based. Sorry. It's not, it's all cards. Yep. I know. I know. I know. I looked at a couple of them. I, I had to go back and look at the pictures. So the way this works is you set up, you set up your, um, your hero. You have three different, three different, uh, sections and three different card set, uh, card decks. And levels one through, I think, four, one on one on one side, two, three, then four. And you have different options for this for the three die that you roll each turn. You, you, you have a one through six on your three cards. And based on the die you roll, you pick one of the die to do one of the tasks. And maybe that is to strike the monster. Maybe that is to heal one of the other characters. Maybe that is to level up. There's all sorts of things you can do each turn. And once you're done, if the monster isn't dead, they get their turn. So um, understanding the game is uh, it is as simple as watching the very, very simple playthrough. And what I wanna what I wanna point out about this game is Al, uh, Aaron Packer, the gentleman that has created the game, also has a website, AaronPacker.net, as it would as it would be where he sells his game. He's the sole distributor of his game. And um, you, you, you need to go to the site. If you're, if you're even remotely interested in this game, go to the site, watch his overview of the game. This game just came out in 2022. So there, there aren't any other really reviews on it that I could find. Um, but it's, it's a very nice looking game. The, the images on the cards are actually like 8-bit digital characters. Oh, cool. So, so think so about what like it was pixelated. like. Yeah. So think about what it would have been like to have played a, an 8-bit game where you're playing heroes against monsters on your on your computer screen. And it's kind of that kind of that turn-based, oh, you know, we're gonna use our use our special skills and our levels to, you know, do things against the monster or help each other, and then the monster's gonna get its turn and do things to us. I mean, it just goes back and forth like that. Only this is card-based. And you sit around and you have a few drinks with friends and you roll your die and you take your chances. Very, very cool game. Um, Boardgamegeek.com. I'm going to read you some of the st uh, stats for the game. Two to four players. They say best two. 
I think Aaron actually said best is four. And I'm going to agree with Aaron. Um, 40 to 60 minute playtime, age 12 and up. And here's the best part, weight 1.67 out of five. So they don't have a lot of people that have, that have played it. So they don't really have a complexity rating yet. They don't really have a rating on boardgamegeek.com yet. So um, so just just read through it first, take a look at it before you uh, before you decide to uh, make the jump. Um, so categories are dice, fantasy, and fighting. Mechanism, it's a cooperative game. Dice rolling, turn order, so it's progressive. Uh, variable player power and variable setup. It's the variable player power and the variable setup. I, I really like that. Because that makes you want to play the game again, right? You want to play it again. You want to play it again over and over and over again. Game we talked about last time we were together, um, uh, Ticket to Ride. There isn't really any variability in that, except maybe you might want to, well, you might take different routes. But really, it's the same game every time you play it. These kind of games where the, the, the setup can be different every single time you play, I think that adds a little bit of a different uh, complexity to it and makes it a little bit more interesting so you can play it over and over and over again. Um, this looks like a really good one. You're not going to like the next part, though. Uh, Nunshell Pass, only available through thegamecrafter.com, $56 for shipping and tax. Yeah. So, but think about it like this. And I know it's expensive, but you have an individual creator, sole distributor, sole online sales presence so it kind of makes sense that it might be a little bit more expensive i mean this guy's shouldering the cost of putting the game together and putting it out there so kind of expensive so definitely read up on the game check it out on boardgamegeek.com read through it there wait till some more reviews come out maybe going on it with a friend if you have a friend you play uh board game or, or, or desktop you know tabletop games with a lot uh, um Going on it with a friend, um, I think this is a very worthwhile uh, uh, selection, one that folks could very easily get into and enjoy. Very attractive game pieces. They're all cardboard based, no characters, no figures, anything like that. But but very nicely done. I think I think it's I think it's worth a look. Very cool. All right. Well, on that note, I think we're going to throw it to break, and since we're hueless. Uh, we'll be going right into Coach Corb's sports report. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Craig Palmer. If you ever aspire to be a wrestler, come on down to Upstate Wrestling Entertainment, located at 1121 Glenwood Avenue in New York. We're open every Tuesday and Thursday from 6.30 p.m. until 9 p.m. Vernon Downs Convention Center in Vernon, New York. 
Event hours, Friday, 3 p.m. until 9 p.m. Saturday, 11 a.m. until 7 p.m. Heroes and Villains After Party for VIP Ticket Holders, Friday night from 9.30 until 12.30 a.m. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is a two-day genre event with the greatest collection of vendors, celebrities, and unique attractions in upstate New York. Get your tickets today at www.sci-fi-horrorfest.com. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. you it's all on me now so uh sports i mean a couple couple things to talk about uh brian Harmon won the uh, open championship used to be called the british open uh congratulations to him uh he really kind of outshined everybody um guys guys shooting some big scores but he he held steady 12 under i think it's the most since 98 it's the most uh, for the winner winner to be under par. Normally they're like four or five under. Sometimes they're over par winner winning them. Um, so it's a difficult tournament to play in because it's it's in London or it's in it's in Europe, not London. It's in Europe, and it's the weather is different there at this time. It's very windy. Uh, the last two days it rained, so the conditions are a lot different. So it's it's a it's a difficult tournament to win so to win it it's pretty good pretty big deal um so congratulations to brian Harmon uh for winning that left-handed uh, which is weird to see but not very many left-handed golfers on the on the tour so that was uh that was pretty cool um you have to talk about brownie james um don't know if you guys heard about him he had yep. a cardiac arrest had that right on the court at usc their spring practice was rushed to the hospital, um, is in stable condition as of now. Um, they're not 100% sure what happened. Um, so best wishes to him. I mean, I, I, always, I always bitch about LeBron James being the GOAT. I mean, he is probably number two to Michael Jordan. So, um, but, I mean, to each their own. It's, it's generational. I mean, I know, like, my grandparents would say, or probably Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain, guys like that, John Havlicek. Our generation is going to be Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. This generation is obviously Steph Curry, LeBron James, guys like that. So it's understandable that the, 
newer, the younger generation is going to lean towards LeBron. The older generation is going to go towards Michael. It's always going to be that way. Um, but you never wish to have any parent. Now, everybody understands being a parent. Um, you never wish that on anybody. I mean, I, I wouldn't wish that on my kid. I wouldn't wish that on anybody's kids. I'm my worst enemies. You never want to have to go through something like that. I mean, his heart literally stopped beating. So, and they rushed him to the emergency. You know, I mean, they obviously got his heart started again. He's um, He was incredible. He was in the ICU for only, I think, for 24 hours. He's out of ICU now. Um, so, but they're not 100% sure of what's going on, what's going to be going on. Um, so, you know, prayers and everything to LeBron and his wife and their family. Uh, hope to God he gets better. Even if he never plays basketball, he's a great basketball player, not LeBron, Bronny. If he never plays basketball again, just to be able to live a healthy life going forward. I did read a little bit about it just a little while ago. Um, it is actually a common thing for kids to have their heart. It actually grows a little bit faster. Then, yeah, it was the same thing, Kevin. I was kind of shocked at that, too. It's it's called um, – give me a second. I did pull it up. Uh, Hyperthreatic cardiomyopathy is what it technically was is called, what, what he has. And it's just the enlargement of the muscle around the heart. And it's, it's I guess it's pretty common. It's genetic. So it's um, – so, but they did, again, I didn't get too much into it at that point. So, but uh, again, like I said, I, I do wish, we do wish him speedy recovery and uh, hopefully someday he gets back on the basketball court. But like I said, if he doesn't, hopefully he's just able to live a normal, healthy life going forward. So that's what any parent wishes for their kid anyways. <laughs> yeah, right over there. The, the overlords are at it again. Oh, gotcha. Um, so um, that's really all I've got. I mean, I mean, not much going on baseball-wise. Trade deadline's coming up, so the big thing with that is Shohei if he's going to be traded or not. So, I mean, other than that, the only thing I really can talk about is some wrestling. 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 <laughs> um, didn't watch NXT last night, which was kind of weird. Normally, why not? And I was watching the mind, so let's. Oh, that's true. I didn't get any text messages, did I? No. Oh, ain't that funny? (laughs) How dare you? How dare you, corpse? Though NFL training camp started. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not. To be honest with you, it's training camp. I I mean, you got you got the you got the people that were drafted. Some of them signed. Some of them holding out. Happens every year. Training camp starts. You got some some teams already know they're not going to win. I mean. The Bills. <clears throat> uh, no, they're pretty guys, good. I, I, I told you guys last year, within the next five years, they're going to win a title. Now is it within the within, next four? Now it's in the, within the next four. I told you last year at the start of the start, five years, the Bills will, will have won at least one. And they're, and they're coming out of a tough division. You got Patrick Mahomes. You got Joe Burrow, uh, Justin Hubert. I mean, you got two. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's. You know, you know, you know, Aaron Rodgers is now in that division. So, I mean, it's a, it's going to, football is going to be a little interesting this year. I think the uh, AFC is going to be a lot better than the NFC. I think the Eagles have got, I think the Eagles have got a pretty good shot at going all the way this year. I think they're, 
hands down the best in the NFC. Jack, I gotta, I'll give you that one right off the bat right now. I don't see anybody being able to knock them off their pedestal. I hope so. We'll see what happens. We gotta yeah. be the best to beat the best, though. We gotta win the championship still. Right, right. So it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting. Uh, like I said, I mean, they just started. I mean, the, the big thing was Saquon was going to hold out, and then he ended up signing in his franchise tag. Did you see so. what happened, though? He was going to make $10 million with a franchise tag. He signed for an $11 million contract. <laughs> so <laughs> one more million. So, but still. Right. And I, the, don't get me wrong. He's going to get paid next year. They, they, they signed Daniel Jones this offseason. They signed their uh, left tackle both to, to big contracts. He gets his contract after this year. I, I, that's, that's my prediction is he'll get his contract, but I was, I've been watching obviously because it's the big talk when you watch sports center and I watch pardon the interruption most, most nights when I get home from work. Cause that's about the time I roll in from work. And um, they're all talking about running backs in the NFL are just, they're a dime a dozen. Now you got the next big thing coming up. So, I mean, look at Ezekiel Elliott signed that big contract with the Cowboys and they let him go for Tony Pollard. So can be replaced. It's definitely a quarterback league. Justin Herbert just signed last night, five years, $265 million. So everybody's getting paid except the running backs. The running backs need to be compensated a little bit better, but it's unfortunate. And it's unfortunate because no, no teams use running backs anymore. It's a, it's a, it, you know, like you said, it's a quarterback. It's a passing league now. Now, when I grew up watching football, and I know Paul, when you grew up watching football, it was a run-heavy league. Yes. Like the running backs were the the, the stables. Eric Dickerson, Walter Payton, Marcus Allen, Earl, Earl Campbell, all these guys. They were like the big running backs. There was a running back-heavy league at that point. Now it's a pass-heavy league. You pass to set up the run, or before it was running to set up the pass. Um. I think if you've, and this was some, something that one of the guys on Party Interruption, Party Interruption said, um, if you can find a coach that is willing to stick to the run and take some of these backs, Delvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott, Saquon, and build an offense around running the football, I think they would have a great success because no team defends the run anymore. They're all hmm. trying to defend the pass. So they're going five, five, five DBs, six DBs. But again, Jack, you watch more football than anybody any of us here. Yep. The, the guys in the defense are a lot faster. They hit a yes. lot harder. So um, that's the reason why I think everybody's passing the ball. I mean, because your, your running back can run four, four yards. I mean, if a running back takes the ball, runs four yards every time, that's a first down every single time. If he's averaging four yards a carry, it's a first down. If you think about it. Isn't it well, safer? Yeah. Isn't the passing game safer? Yes and no to an what extent. I, okay. You're, 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 you're right. Potentially safer for the players. You're, you're, it's, it's mm-hmm. potentially safer for all the all players all around. It's, it's safer for the guys on the offensive line. Guys on the offensive line, when you're pass blocking, it's more – and, Paul, you can attest this – it's more hand blocking. You're not, yep. you're not, you're not, you're not engaged. You're not holding on. No, and, a lot more. Yeah, a lot more, a lot more pushing with your hands and stuff like that, and and moving with your hands when you're run blocking. Now, I played when I played high school, and I were talking in the '88, '89, and that era before I stopped playing. 
when you when you're run blocking, you literally are grabbing on to the shoulder. You're grabbing it. You hold on inside, right. and that's and that's the technique they teach you. You hold on to the shoulder pads inside. That way, you have better lo- leverage, and you can more move control. The, yeah, yeah, you can more control. And you can move them the way you want to move them. So when you're engaged like that, you have a better chance of this guy coming. If you're you guys yeah. up directions and, and no. tripping and blowing out a knee, right? Pass blocking is different because you're just you're you're just pushing. You're not really doing anything like that. So yeah, so, in, in essence, Kev, you are right. Uh, I'd, I'd be is, curious. I'd be curious what the injury stats are from <laughs> from when it was a running game versus now it's a passing game. I'd be right. I'd be curious what the what the injury stats are. It's it would a little be, less, but it's it still be, pretty it, up there. In 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 you gotta take into consideration they've made upgrade up upgrades to the football game itself. They're trying to make it better, they're trying to make it safer. Uh they've eliminated the hitting with the crown of the helmet, which has eliminated the concussions. I mean, obviously they're still there. Um, now when you, I can remember guys, I remember Jim McMahon saying playing with a concussion, like getting thrown to the ground, can barely stand up, can't see and going back to the huddle and, and, and handing the ball off to Walter Payton. I mean, Troy Aikman talks about it all the time. Steve Young talks about it. These guys all talk about playing with concussions. Nowadays, if you get even hit in the weirdest of, weirdest way, they take you off the field. Yeah. So, I mean, so that's that's the that's the difference. Now, back when when we were all playing football, the three of us, Jack, Jack, you're a little younger than the three of us are. I couldn't play. I had bad knees. So I have bad knees too. But um, My, mine are bad because of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and I and I actually got <laughs> and I got just like Kev's talking about. I got hit run blocking and blew out my knee in eighth grade. So I know what Kev's talking about. It, it's you're searching it in such a confined space when you're run blocking. So pass blocking is a little bit simpler because you're upright and you're moving. You're not stationary and you're not engaged with somebody else. You Sometimes you may be, um, but it's a little different pass blocking as opposed to run blocking. Mm-hmm. So we just got into a cool thing about football blocking that <laughs> – well, I mean, it just it 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 just seems to me that for a while there, we were hearing about a lot of football players that weren't making it at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I I mean, is that as common now? Some players like yeah. Tua, example. I mean, I'm sure yeah. they still get hurt. Still a very physical game. I'm sure they still get hurt, but is it is it at the same frequency and is it at the same, you know? No, I don't think it's not the same frequency. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna have your freak injuries. You know, Jimmy Garoppolo running down the field, planning, blowing out his knee. That's that's a freak injury. You know, he didn't get hit. He was just simply running down. Um, Did he turn quick or something? Did he? No, he just direction. Or... He just he oh, was just, just, he just posted just up and done. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, he, it, it does happen. So it's been said that the 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 top of the the top of the food chain football players are at a physical fitness level that is so far beyond what the human body can actually withstand that it's amazing that they make it through any of their training or games at all right because i mean a knee is still a knee you know muscles are still muscles bones are still as strong as they are i mean you can be stronger and bigger but you know the bigger and stronger you are it's just the more force you're putting on you know those ligaments and those tendons and those joints and i mean 
They haven't found a way to strengthen that stuff yet. Right, Paul? Correct. <laughs> so, do you want to talk about wrestling, Paul? Or um, We can talk a little wrestling if you got a, a couple of points you want to discuss. Sorry to bring okay. it down, Corb. Sorry to bring it oh, down. No, no, just, no, no, no. It's very curious. I was curious about that. Yeah, it's and you're right. I, there, there is, and you're right. If I'd like to know the difference between back when it was a run heavy league as opposed to nowadays when it's a pass heavy league, what's the difference? What's the injury rate difference? If there is any, is it was it higher back then? Is it higher now? Yeah. I would like to. I would like to know. Is it? And obviously, the, the concussions you'll never know because they weren't documenting them back then. Right. So, I mean. But I would I would like to know that 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 statistic too, Kevin. That would be something maybe to do a little. I may do a little research on it so I can find something for it. So, but That's uh, cool, that'd be cool. Yeah. So um, wrestling. I mean, I I kind of watched a little bit on Monday night. Um, I saw that Becky is gonna wrestle Trish. Yes. No tattoos on her body. Yes. <laughs> her, her face, body. right? <laughs> no, it was across her chest. Yeah. Oh. I okay. Yeah, across chest. I was supposed to going to say thank you, Trish. Thank you, Trish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what my main takeaway from Monday Night Raw was: lots of people are getting hurt, like hurt, hurt. Yeah. Not like pretend wrestling hurt, but yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I, mentioned, I, I mentioned to you. I texted oh. you because you had mentioned something to me on Saturday about Liv Morgan being hurt. Yeah. And then, and then on, on Monday night they they wrote her out. Yep. They, yeah, she they blew her shoulder out and again. I, and I. And it was like, oh, it's a you know, supposed to be KFAB injury, but it's a way to get her off of TV for a while. And yeah. if it needs to be longer, yeah, that can be longer. Now so. the bigger one that they're going to have more trouble addressing is Kevin Owens is out hurt. Right. Yeah. Did he hurt? Yeah. Did he hurt his ribs? He was already hurt before that. That was again they took the opportunity to try and uh, write him off, but that's uh, when you when you put it in the terms of real sports, it's day to day. They're not quite sure what the injury is and the extent of it. So, I mean, they may have to drop those titles that they're so hot with right now. So, yeah, that would suck. It would. Um, because that's a hell of a hell of a run they're having with it. I love, I love that promo they cut with uh, them and the Judgment Day. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I love this new angle they're doing with the KO, with the where he just flips out every time yeah. and he just starts screaming at people. Yeah, that was that was that was that was one of the, all, like the classic ones, I think. I like it when he gets flustered when people show up when they're not supposed to. The unwritten rule. Yeah. Yes. So. I like the fact that he he said went to say something to Sami Zayn and his voice got really high. <laughs> Did you get any stopped? He's like, yeah. Hey. <laughs> He's like, I'm all flustered. Yes. So, um, how long do you think Dominic keeps that title for? The uh, with the heat it's going to generate for a while, they'll put it, keep it on him for a little while. You think so? Maybe. Now, here's the here's my here's my question. If he drops it, does he drop it to his father, or do you think that angle is just done? I think they're done with that angle. That that's why they moved him off. Like move that they they split the month shows. I think they they were finishing that. Okay. It's it's it's. I just was I was wondering if, because obviously these they're they're intermixing between brands again, which I don't they wasted get. no time with that. Yeah. So. Why why bother with the draft? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Uh, it's all this riveting wrestling talk. Sorry. 
Can, can I ask a question? Sure. sure. Why was Ronda Rousey in outer space? She was, was she on really? Saturn, like on Saturn, Mars. Supposedly on Mars? Mars. Yeah, pretend oh, Mars. Was she in that? Was she, was she, she was that, on that reality show. Yes. That reality show. Like, oh, was that Mars, what it was? Whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. They weren't really on. I think they were in like Nevada or something. Mm. She's wrestling with some guy. She kicked his ass. She does have a kid. That I, I, I was about, wouldn't be surprised if she did. Done. But she's back now too. Yeah, her and Shane have summer yep. I don't think they were wrestling like that, Paul. Uh-huh. I bet they were. Get your get your mind out of the gutter, you I fucking. I bet pervert. they were. She's married. <laughs> Do you think he's gonna question her? Well, he's a, he's an MMA he's an MMA fighter too. So yeah. I mean. I mean, but we don't. Do we know his name? She's not an MMA fighter anymore, is she? <laughs> Mr. No. Ronda Rousey. Mr. Rousey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he's not going to question it. <laughs> is uh, is Seth going to oh. lose to Finn? No, no, I don't. I don't see that happening. Um, is that he's the only one? That, he's the only one of that group that doesn't have a title. Exactly. I see. I, I was. I was wondering if, if. Finn and him are gonna go that like all out and, and then cash beat in. him and then Damon's gonna cash in on Finn. That could be. And it depends though. I mean, do they do they really want to lose the heat with Judgment Day right now? I mean, like they're one of the hottest groups in there and they're already disassembling the bloodline. So right. you kind of need your, your villain group. So true. True. I mean, and do you think do you think Jay beats? I heard a, a very interesting theory that, that could hold some weight because this is tribal combat. So there's no disqualifications, none of that. What if uh, our most famous cousin shows up, interferes in the match, puts the title on Jay, that opens it up for Rock Roman at WrestleMania with no worries about a title? I heard that too with the writer's strike. That's possible. Mm-hmm. I also heard something where uh, Jimmy might come back and cause him to Roman to lose the title too. Oh, that's right, because he's supposedly in the hospital, right? Yep. Even yeah, though, what was it? Um, even though I don't watch AEW, I did see Billy Gunn put his boots in the ring. Is he retired now? It's all up in the air. No one saw that coming. There was no hints of it. Like right, that I was, was like, going to happen. Rumor is that we might see him in ninety days back in WWE in a backstage position. That guy is so fit. Like he looks better than he did like back in the day. I was like, holy right. shit. Speaking of AEW, what's up with the uh, Jungle Boy? Jack Perry, no longer the Jungle Boy. Now yeah. he's now he's a bad dude. Now he's the FT, FTW champion. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm still catching up on AEW. That's uh that's all recorded and I'm trying to catch up. The best thing happening in AEW right now is the better than you, baby. I don't know. Um, they've got Adam Cole and MJF oh, yeah. as a tag team, and oh my god, that is some of the most entertaining shit in professional wrestling right now. Yeah, I, I caught some of that. Oh, I love I it. Caught some of it. Like he uh, had him playing video. Adam Cole had MJF playing video games or something like that. Yeah, they were playing AEW all or nothing, right? Uh, yep. For, uh, fight forever. Yeah. Fight forever. Yeah. Whatever. It is. Yeah. Yeah. They went to. Then they went to a. Did they go to a restaurant. A bar or something. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about a restaurant. Like I said, I'm, I'm still a little behind, but they went to a bar, and of course now now uh, Adam Cole's a good guy. So like MJF was trying to go hook up with chicks, and and Adam Cole stayed by the bar because he is dating or engaged. I'm not sure. 
to uh Britt okay. Baker, who's also an AEW wrestler. And uh so he he stayed behind at the bar to hang out with the cameraman while MJF took off with like four women. <laughs> uh it went from the, the bar segment to the video games. That was the one night. Uh I'm just if nothing else, I love their entrances because they come out and they come to the ring and Adam Cole goes to do his stuff like he normally does. And MJF is literally in the ring running in circles around him until they do the boom. <laughs> so, they're kind of turning uh, MJF into like a goofy face. And that's great. It's just fucking hilarious. But I don't know how long it works. When when does the turn come and who turns on who? So. Right. Because this all started as a program with the two of them to have a match for the title. And then they got thrown together as a tag team. So. That's all I got. All right. Well, then, I think it's time we move it on to uh, story time with Jack. Story time? <laughs> what about Jack's Roni's question? Yeah, gonna, but... That's what he's really going to do is trivia time. Oh. Okay, so, once upon a time, there was... Take it four... away. Alright, once upon a time, there were four Who Am I riddle questions for you guys. So, we have three people here. We'll work on the fourth one together. So, Kev, pick a number between one and four. Two. I'm light as a feather, yet stronger Yet the strongest man cannot hold me more than five minutes. I'm light as a feather, yet the strongest man can't hold me more than five minutes. Something that's hot, I think. I've got this one already. I don't know what it is. Think about it. Your wife's hand. <laughs> I don't know. A thought? A clue? I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> Take it away, Paul. I, you don't want to give Corbs a chance to guess? Uh, go ahead and guess. I got no clue. Breath. Yep. Paul, one, three, or four? Three. Three. I have no life, but I can die. What am I? I know what it is. I have no life, but I can die. A battery. Wow, two for two. <laughs> it could also be light. Exactly. Uh, Corbs, one or four? Four. Four. Four? Four! <laughs> the shorter I am, the bigger I am. The shorter I am, the yeah. bigger I am. Is that a shadow? No. Do you want to take it's... another guess? Better, because I don't <laughs> got this one. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, you're going to get them all. Is it time? No. I thought it was time at first, too, but it's not. I got nothing. Paul, do you want to take a guess and make it three for three? No. 
No, he's like, I'm good. <laughs> okay, I have nothing on this one. Kev? Oh. I thought he was muted for a second. I I just, like, something, <laughs> if something is short, if it's short, it could be short in stature, it could be short in short-lived, it could be short-tempered, is short, it could be big. I don't know, Karen's temper? Temper, you're right. Go with your gut. You're, you're usually right on these. Just go with your gut. You know what these are. Okay. Everybody work together, and then Corbs, I want you to give me the answer, okay? Yes, sure. you. Yeah, don't text. <laughs> sure, sure. What do you got? All right, cool. I move around, and sometimes you cheer for me, but I am desperate need of white powder to get the job done. What am I? I move around and sometimes you cheer for me. Desperate, desperately need of white powder is what I need to perform sometimes. What am I? White powder. White powder oh, you got flour or sugar? Paul looks, he, Paul looks like he's frozen. White powder <laughs> he's he's writing everything down. He's writing all, so, all the questions. So down. white powder could be flour or sugar, or it or could snow. be snow. Who cheered? I was, I, I, was, I was thinking for, I was thinking like the powder on a gymnast's hands, too. Okay, like chalk. Yep. So what about chalk on a chalkboard? Because chalk is just compressed white powder. Yeah, no. Chalk is... But who would cheer for someone like a teacher or someone on chalkboard? Would you cheer for, I mean, obviously, would you cheer for snow? I would. I would not. One out of a million. There's way more people that would not. Um, Cheer. Oh, it says I go around. Sometimes you cheer for me, but would going around led me to the to, to the gymnast part of it because when you go around, you do cheer for them when they're doing their fucking routine. Is it flour? Is it dough? It's a snow globe. Some people cheer for me. People cheer That's, for snow globes. That's what I'm saying, but Corbs has to give the final answer. Do you think that? But that's you not all got to agree and go with that's the not white powder that's in there, though. It's typically, it's not powder. It's, I don't know, it's little plastic pieces. <laughs> Kev, I really like how you go in depth with these. Like, you really think long and hard. It's very impressive. <laughs> you would have been a good student if I was a teacher. I'm like, I'm very it's impressed. dough. It's definitely. something to do with dough. But how do you cheer for? Bread. I mean, you the cheer pizza, for bread. You pizza cheer dough, pizza dough. Bread, nine, eight, it's done. <laughs> you, when they throw it up, you spin it around. La mamma mia, pizza pizza pie. All right, what do we got? What they, is, so can you say your thing again, Jack? Yep. All right, you ready? Yep. Yeah. All right. I move around, and sometimes you cheer for me. Desperately need of white powder to do what I need to do to get the job done. 
What am I? There's other ways okay. to cheer. There's other, cheer doesn't necessarily mean somebody is chanting or shouting. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know why I give the thumbs up. That's weird. All right, 10 seconds. Nine, I'm going to say pizza. I think it's eight. pizza. You all got to go to Corbs, though. To some Corbs. Uh, I, that's I, my I, only thing. Yeah, I'm I think, thinking the same thing now, Kevin. I'm thinking pizza, too. I, I don't know what else show. it could be. Eight. Seven. Or bread. It's some kind of bread that cooks in an oven because it needs go with the pizza. Yeah. Pizza, yeah, pizza dough. Pizza dough's your guess? Yeah. One of you was correct. And it's definitely not pizza dough. It's a gymnast. A gymnast? <laughs> oh, goes around. <laughs> you had it. <laughs> I was we'll like, God, you got all my questions right tonight. Almost there. God damn it. <laughs> all right. Story time now. And in 1908, the FBI was founded. 1941, the United States froze all of Japanese assets. And in 1947, President Truman signs the National Security Act. And a little and a little birthday wishes to our friends. Jason Statham is 56. Sandra Bullock is 59. And Jeremy Piven is 58. Back to They're Paul. All actors. They're all actors. We don't give a fuck about any of them. Oh, it's They're all out of work right now, so... They are all. All right. Now, before we throw it to break, I'm going to give you guys your weekly topic. Uh oh. You only get one. Got it? Two. I'm taking taking more. So, (laughs) what genre of music would you choose to listen to for the rest of your life? It's fucking easy. Oh, it's easy. Okay, good. Well, you can tell me how easy as it was when we come back after the break. Stick with us, guys. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is coming. 
August 25th and 26th at the Vernon Downs Convention Center in Vernon, New York. Event hours, Friday, 3 p.m. until 9 p.m. Saturday, 11 a.m. until 7 p.m. Heroes and Villains After Party for VIP ticket holders. Friday night from 9.30 until 12.30 a.m. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is a two-day genre event with the greatest collection of vendors, celebrities, and unique attractions in upstate New York. Get your tickets today at www.sci-fi-horrorfest.com. All right. We're back, and that music means it's it's time for the weekly topic. Let me reiterate. You only get to choose one. What genre of music? One. um, One. One. (laughs) Genre of music would you choose to listen to for the rest of your life? Forever. Take it away. Does it be like a certain thing? Can it be a genre? Can it be an artist? Mine's going to surprise you interpret however you'd like it says genre but all right whatever okay go for it me me go first sure okay i don't know i have a feeling this is classic rock but it would have to have roy orbison in there somewhere oh nice i I didn't i didn't know i thought you were a u2 guy i thought you were a bono boy i like you two a lot i really do but if I could only listen to one artist or one specific genre of music, it's it, would have, it would have to have Roy Orbison in it. I guess it would be classic rock. It is, but it's a he doesn't. I mean, he's listed in that. A, would it be more of like a rock? Because rock would encapsulate, I would assume, classic rock. Wouldn't you agree if that's a, a genre? That's a pretty rock. big, it is a genre, yes. It well, is. That's a pretty big umbrella. They actually yeah. call his kind of music, they call it something else. It's like, yeah, it's like you have the big bopper, you want like chubby Rockabilly. Mm. Rockabilly. Rockabilly, there you go. There you yeah, go. So it would be Roy Everson, the big bopper, Billy, uh, Buddy Holly, Richie Van. Buddy Ho- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Those, yeah. Guys, those guys would all be incorporated into Chubby Chucker. Something there I like go. to call oldies <laughs> okay there you go that's that's mine i'm on a i'm on a desert island i have a radio with unlimited battery power and oh by the way batteries do have life so my answer was actually correct and batteries was not um so it's <laughs> it's rocking nice all right check check all right, so um, I guess everyone's saying classic rock, but like with my classic rock no playlist, um, I would have my favorite band Rush. Um, you have to have Rush in there, The Doors, Journey, um, Survivor. I really like Survivor. I've been really into them for the last ten years. I can name like about fifty songs now because like I just listen to them so much. Um, Motley Crue for sure. Um, you just gotta have like some good Not classic it. rock in there for sure. 
and then uh just every time i listened to it i was like this is classic rock it's always i remember my dad was like these are the good songs this is what you got to listen to so listening to that my dad when um it was on napster bear share limewire he literally made the cd i don't know what any of those are they're way where you can download music back in the early 2000 late 90s no never heard of them you nope. never, never heard. I never I had my ISP. To... I never had security for my ISP call me directly and tell me that they were on my network either. <laughs> Knock never heard it of off. <laughs> no, but literally, my dad would make his CDs, and I would say like, "Good stuff, good stuff too, good stuff three. I was like, "Oh, my dad made a Christmas album, Xmas stuff." <laughs> so literally, it was like um thirty CDs of like classic rock, but it was just like all the good stuff. And I was like, "I really love all these songs now." I'm glad you said bands. that. I would like to tell you about something, since that's what you like. What? Spotify. Spotify, <laughs> Spotify has a Guardians of the Galaxy 1, 2, 3 playlist. Check it out. It's fucking amazing. Anyway, go ahead. Awesome. No, mix. that's perfect. That will be my next um, playlist that I want to download and look into and put it on my phone. Thank you, Kev. All right. Of course. I'm going to go, like, Jack, uh, mine's... I'm going big picture. I'm going rock and roll. I want everything from The Doors, The Beatles, my favorite band, Led Zeppelin, all the way up through like Metallica, Motley Crue, uh, Toto, stuff like that. I mean, I'm talking about all rock. I, I love Toto. Oh, no. <laughs> Africa. Hold the line. Africa. Yep. So, I mean, that's, 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 that's the music I grew up listening to. Um, my yep. son now listens to it. I, I've got him listening to some of it. Um, he's got his own taste in music and stuff like that, but I did get him into, you know, he does like Led Zeppelin, which is, makes me happy because I would listen to Led Zeppelin through and through. Uh, so mine is just rock and roll. I, I'm a big fan of rock and roll all the way up from, like I said, from like the Doors, the Beatles, Roy Orbison, Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, all the way through up until like mid nineties. I wasn't a big fan of grunge music. Not a big fan of uh, Pearl Jam and, and Nirvana and all that stuff. Um, so when it got to get to grunge rock, then it would kind of, I wouldn't really be into that. But so. So on his magic radio, he's just tuning off of those ones as soon as it hits. <laughs> Seriously, when you, when you live in a house with four other dudes, three other dudes, you're the fourth dude, and they play Pearl Jam on repeat for two straight weeks. I see this is an absolute win. <laughs> it would suck, Corbs. I Pro agree. Jam. Pro Jam is my all-time favorite band. So that's a that well, was I, a bad I, example I, here. I, I didn't I didn't mind it until that. <laughs> until week two. <laughs> so, <laughs> until about ten days in when they were when it, when I had my stereo in the in the living room and they were using my stereo to play it. And I would literally took my stereo and put it in my room. They're like, <laughs> they're like yeah. what are you doing? Like, I'm done. <laughs> Two straight weeks of and it, it wasn't like all Pearl Jam albums. It was just one album on repeat for two straight weeks. Well, and which album? One, I mean, like, honestly, I can't do math with it. It was like one of their, their big albums. I don't remember which one it was. I think it was the red cover one. I don't know. The red one, probably the self titled, probably had a live and even flow yeah. and all that on it. There's yeah, that one. Yep. And I and I enjoyed that music okay. until until then. Mm-hmm. Until then, mm-hmm. now I can't stand Pearl. Which is understandable. Like, if you're forced to listen to the same fucking thing for two weeks straight, yeah, yeah, that's gonna squash it for anybody. Yeah. Um. 
But oddly enough, that rolls into mine, which would have been the grunge era of uh, <laughs> alternative music. Paul's like, mine is such a letdown. <laughs> no, I mean, everybody basically picked the same thing. Some form of rock and roll is what, what it was. And that says a lot about who we all are as middle-aged white men. <laughs> so, <laughs> so this wasn't the most exciting with the topic. And uh, guys, what are you watching? <laughs> before we go there before we go there i just want to tell corbs i used to like the movie dirty dancing i had a roommate that watched it on repeat oh if he was sitting and this was in the Wait, service he? he he well i mean i was in the service so don't I ask mean, don't it, tell that's true well no i mean <laughs> don't he, like i don't know maybe maybe he had a thing for Maybe he had a thing for Patrick Swayze. I don't know, but I honestly think he had a thing for Jennifer Grey. But whatever. I mean, if it's Doesn't a Swayze matter. thing, shouldn't you be watching Roadhouse? On repeat. Mm. If we were in our barracks, he was watching that movie. Anyway. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Well, that's funny because back uh, right post-college, when it was the early 20-something guys living together, we didn't have cable where I lived. Um, and we would come home from work every day with our 12-pack of alcohol selections. And I would look at my roommate, who was my cousin, and uh, say, so. Damn, which, nice booty. Which one are we watching tonight? <laughs> and there were three options. It was Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, or Return of the Jedi. Like that was every that's, fucking that's, night. That's a beautiful thing, is what that is. We yeah, loved but, it on VHS. Too. You were watching the same movie over, uh, like on repeat for weeks. daily. Yes, I and thought you. Were I, I can watch all three of those movies every day. Mm-hmm. Right, but if you, if you mix it up, if, yeah. If you if you tell me I've got to watch Star Wars, just Star Wars, just Star Wars every day. Every yeah. Day, right. I wouldn't have a problem with that. I also wouldn't I have a problem with it. Would not have a problem with that. I'd be more than happy to just watch that on repeat. No problem. Paul, I thought you were leaning towards because like you, you were going to say the trilogy, but my mind went elsewhere. You're like, we have Star Wars, Empire Strikes Back, and Roadhouse. <laughs> that would have been awesome. It's like, where's Return of the Jedi? We have Roadhouse, though. <laughs> Roadhouse. So and clearly that was before I owned a copy of Clerks. So well that's when the girls come over. It's like we have Star Wars, Empire, and Roadhouse. How old were you when you found Kevin Smith? Because it's obviously a love affair. It's his man crush. Um he's my idol. I'm we're not I'm not gonna lie. I'll call it what it is. He always has been from the moment. And uh it was ninety-five the first time I had saw it. It came out in 94. I saw it in 95 when home video was the first thing for it. And it really did inform my sense of humor. Oddly enough. I mean, so. So you rented it from Blockbuster? uh, No, my buddy had rented it from somewhere. Came over and he's like, you've got to see this. Obviously, then it was it was clerks. So. And it's. uh, From there. So. Huh. The the first one I saw in theater was Dogma. Mm, 99. Oh. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. Sorry, you were going to say something, Jack. 
No, that's it. That's all oh. I was going to say. I'm good. No, I was going to mention oh, what we're, we're watching. I was going to. We're going on that. to another. Okay, another topic. Yeah. What, what What are we watching? I don't know. All right. So, um, I mentioned this already with my love affair of Timothy Oliphant. Uh, justified. Uh, justified. Crime, evil. Oh my God! Three episodes in. Oh, oh, come on! Such a great show. It's really cool because, like, the episode starts with his daughter. They're going on vacation. I looked this up. This is his daughter in real life that he's actually doing this with. That's really Ew. cool. So he incorporated, they actually asked him for this and he's actually put his input into the show. Every episode, it's jam packed. It's TV MA. This needs to be on like a, like a nice, like HBO Max or like a, uh, one of those um, streaming services because I know FX is doing it. They did the original Justified, but it's really good how it's really well done. But I really would love to see if they incorporate some of the old cast and say, oh, let me call my old uh, sheriff or like, let me call my old buddy back um, in Kentucky or something like that. So you that's the really... original. Oh my god, yes, of course yeah. I did. Did you watch the original chords? I caught some of it. I actually, I was uh, I started watching it again on uh, Hulu because I want to watch. Highly I want to watch Primeval. So if you want to watch it, I do own the box set of Justified. I only got it on Hulu, but if you want the box set, I got that too. Okay, um, I'll watch it. I watch it. Yeah. Watch on Hulu when I you know get a free minute. Sure. Um, the last thing I'm watching, like I told you guys, if I didn't want to be a teacher, I actually like forensic sciences. So um, I'm watching Autopsy, The Last Hours of Again. So um, I actually, I was really enthused this week. Um, I dove I dove really back into the Kennedy curse. So um, JFK Jr., for example, um, we all know he died in 1999 with his him, his wife, his sister-in-law in a plane crash. So um, there's files out there now. He apparently had dyslexia and ADHD. So that may have played a part into his uh, flying um, when he was um, flying at night. He didn't, his gauges, he was flying over the Atlantic Ocean when he should have been flying over the coastline where he could see the lights. So he may have had ADHD or dyslexia. So that could have played a part into the, what his plane crash. And another one was on Jackie Kennedy. It was never diagnosed. She died of non lymphoma in her back or something like that. Huh. So apparently, when this makes sense, after JFK was assassinated, like all his blood and his guts are right on her dress. She had undiagnosed post-traumatic stress disorder. Well, PTSD. Yeah, that makes sure. sense. Well, yeah. 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 It was never, but it was never diagnosed. Well, so, back in the 60s, they didn't really know what it not. was then. Yeah. They yeah, really exactly. didn't. But that's what's kind of cool about that. This show, if you guys got the show, the channel Reels, check this show yeah. out. This is pretty cool. This is Dr. Michael Hunter. He goes into details. Like, I watched one on James Garner recently, um, James Gallofini, John Candy. There's so many he's done. It's really, really cool how he does this. But but literally when Jackie Kennedy, because JFK used it because he had um, Addison's disease, um, they called him Dr. Feelgood. So he would give him like injections and Jackie Kennedy would take the same injections as Jack would, JFK. Sure. So it was kind of interesting. So watching Justified and then diving deeper into my forensic sciences, um, autopsy the last hours of. Short and nice. simple. What All about right. you, Kev? I mentioned it earlier. I think I don't. I don't know if we were recording at the time. Um, uh, Kathy, the wife, is she's caught up on Clone Wars. 
Um, she started Rebels. Two episodes in, she looks at me and she's like, oh, my God. I mean, she just loves Rebels. And I told her that. I said, I, you know, I, I had watched Rebels first and then went back and watched Clone Wars. Obviously the wrong order, but it was fine. Whatever. Um, loved. She absolutely loved Clone Wars. Watched, you know, episode three. Went back to Clone Wars. You know, understood the whole um you know order 66 and and where that fell in and and it was the nice introduction to uh bad batch and all of that wonderful stuff and then um you know now she's in rebels and she's like these characters are fantastic they're you know great stories you know you, you can get behind them she just she's in love with it so we're doing that she uh, the reason is she's getting ready for ahsoka she wants she wants more of the backstory she wants to understand. She wants to go to the next celebration. She wants to go to the next, um, there's an event in California next year. We're going to go to um, the folks that, that I met out there, they're having an event. So we're going to go to that. She really wants to be able to have conversations with people that know the story and understand it and understand the content. And, you know, and the more she, the more she consumes of this, of the animated stuff, the more she understands, you know, the backstory and, one of the one of the things she said to me in this you know this i had the same I had the same uh, uh feelings is she came out of clone wars and she's like oh my god she goes i love anakin he's such a great he was such a great person and he was right everything he said and everything he did was right but you know things went down the wrong way and she goes anakin and darth vader two different people she goes there's no way i'm ever going to relate to him again said don't forget don't forget what happened in return of the jedi luke brought him back she's like yep still two different people so so that's very fun to watch it's very fun to be a part of that it's a it's a it's a great roller coaster to be, to be riding again um just I, I i love i love seeing her consume it for the first time so that's great did she, Pat, real quick, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Did she? Um, are you going to give her Tales of the Jedi? We already watched Tales of the Jedi. She watched we that are, before Clone Wars. Yeah, we. I mean, okay. we okay. we watched a lot of stuff out of order, and she's having a real hard time with it, trying to fit stuff in, because she's you know she's not really as into it as I am, so she doesn't really put the whole thing together. But we talk about it afterwards. We're like, okay, well, this is where this sits, and this is how this played out in the Mandalorian, and this is where Ahsoka came from, and this is this is what she was doing, and this is this is what she's doing now, and this is how she probably met Luke. Oh, oh, oh I get it, I get it, I get it, I get it. And this is where Bad Batch falls in, and this is where they started. And oh, by the way, the young man that ran away in the beginning of Bad Batch, you're gonna mm -hmm. figure out who he is soon. Oh, oh, I don't remember that. Oh, we'll watch Bad Batch again. Don't worry about it. So, you know, all this stuff, all this stuff kind of falls in and plays in. And, and she's, you know, she's having, she's having difficulty putting it in, in timeline. We look at the timeline every so often and, and, and get back on track. So she's, she's starting to understand and she's getting the backstory. The one thing she really got out of it was Dave Filoni created one of the most loved characters in Star Wars. And now she understands how it happened. Wow. Anyway, I couldn't I couldn't talk to her through the, the whole uh seventh uh season of Clone Wars. 
I couldn't even talk to her. I'm like, no, no, you got to give me, you got to give me, you got to give me a day or so. And then we'll talk about it later. <laughs> so anyway, I, I'm telling you, I, I was right into the series. I bought right into it. So the story was awesome. She loved it too. I had an opportunity to watch a movie that I had been passing off for a while. Kathy's out of town. So I'm sitting here. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, ah, flipping through. I want to watch a movie that I didn't really think she'd give a shit about. I watched Rampage. Oh my God. I loved Rampage. Okay. It was good. It, is. it was good. I love, I love the interaction between George and, and I forget, rock. I forget the Rock's character's name, but Davis. David, I no. love the, I love the interaction. And right at the very end is the fucking total payoff. <laughs> it's a total payoff. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was funny. It was just funny enough. And it was, it was, it was really good. I, oh, I don't know. It, can it's been out a long time. I can yes. say anything I want about the movie, right? Yeah. I love the part where the fucking alligator rips the fucking wolf's head off. <laughs> I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. I was having a good time. Anyway, that's that's all I got. <laughs> nice. The uh the alligator's name was Lizzie, and um the wolf is Ralph, by the way. The alligator was Lizzie? Yes. Yep. Because you you know this was based off an old arcade game. I did not know. Yes. yes. Was it really? Yep. Yes. Yeah, this yep. old rampage game. Loved with, that game. But George, was great he game. was he would he had to break buildings. Yeah. And eat and people. Eat, eat, eat people, eat the uh, army guys. You yank them out of the thing. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a new one out mm-hmm. right now that you can play. Is there? Yeah, Uh oh. Corbs. You're just like this. Oh, I broke Corbs. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that's a cool picture though. We gotta get a screenshot. That's like I'll that get should one. be your screenshot for the week. <laughs> you still hear me though? Yes, oh, yeah, we can we can still, you can still hear me. Okay. All right, let's go to I didn't know it was an old video game. I didn't it know is. that. That's only because my PC is a piece of crap. <laughs> I've, I've had my PC since we graduated IT people. Oh, damn. Yeah, it's time to upgrade, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's time to upgrade. <laughs> so, me and my cool picture here. It's <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. Um, so I've been I watched a couple of different things. So I, I finished up Mayans. Um, I wasn't really impressed with the final season. Oh, I, I don't know. It just didn't seem to, to really I, watching it. Um, at the end, the very end of the episode, the very end. I mean, they end up uh, they end up killing just about everybody. Oh damn! Yeah, um, Angel, which is uh, the main character's brother, his girlfriend working for the cartel she ends up getting killed um easy and angel's father ends up getting killed a couple guys from the club end up getting killed but the the big one the shock was was they killed off easy just like they killed off jacks mm-hmm. he died in a motorcycle accident he um his his thing in the, the tv show was he had a photo photographic memory okay he remembered he remembered everything he had an eidetic memory. Like, if he read something, he remembered it. He read a lot of Shakespeare. So the way he died was all the guys in the club, like, he was he was a rat. Started out as a rat. He was working yep. with the feds. And 
all the guys in the club that were still left. Now, they had lost a lot of guys between the start of the season, start of the series and the end of the series. Every one of them, including his brother, stabbed him. Nice. So Caesar. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. So he died like Julius Caesar. So they and the, 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 the club forced his brother to kill him to prove that he wasn't a rat. Right. His brother was working with the feds also. Ah. So, but he was, he got roped into it. He got suckered into it because something that happened with Easy and his brother ended up have, stepping in and then he ended up having to work with the feds too. So, but his Easy told his brother, like, look, you need to do this. You have a, you have a son. You have to be with your son. If this means you have to kill me to be with your son, then you have to do this. Like he didn't, he didn't let them know that he knew like he was a rat too. He just basically said, look, this is what it's got to be. And, and he looked at him and said, I'm okay with it. If this gets you out of the club, then I'm okay with it. So it, there was like seven guys, all seven guys stabbed him. Um, and then they show, they show the after the aftermath, obviously. The guys are all sitting on the, the club, the table at the club, and the feds raid the clubhouse. And Easy's dead, obviously, and his brother um, got out. So he was he he'd gotten out from it. So, um, so that that's how it ended. The ending was a little bit better than I expected, but the the season itself was garbage. Gotcha. So, oh. so um, and then I've been watching uh, season four of Dark Side of the Ring. Oh yeah. So there've been some cr- pretty good um, episodes. First one was about Chris Candido and Tammy Lynn Sitch. Which was pretty good. They were um, high school sweethearts. Yep. And uh, how the riot, how, how they were obviously most wrestlers ended up addicted to pain pain medication. Um, so they go and tell you about that. Tell you about that story. Um, the next one is about uh, Magnum TA. And I don't know if you know who remember who he is from the I early. Do. Yeah, he was like on the rise. He was going to be bigger than Hogan. The pictures of him being big, bigger than Hogan. And he was basically paralyzed in a car crash. Uh-huh. And it shows how he, he he's now able to walk, but he, he walks with a limp. He never wrestles again. Right. Um, so that one was that one was pretty good. Um, next one I didn't I didn't I didn't know this, but there's a there's a group of guys in Florida called the Grams, Eddie Graham, uh-huh. and, uh, and Mike Graham. They had a yep. they had a Florida their own promotion. Yeah, down in Florida. Yep. Um, and they both ended up killing themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's it. So it goes about like how did he break the, that cycle and stuff like that. And they go through and the tragedies and you know how your father never tells you that you're any good type of thing. And that always played out a, a role with, between the two of them, which was kind of weird. Which was kind of nice, but it was kind of weird too. Like I that was then there was the one up next one I thought was about Doink. Oh. Mm. Matt Bourne and, or just the character of Doink itself. So, well, the whole just the character. Okay. And it was, it was about a few one, different was, people. Yeah, it was about the first guy. Okay. And, and how he brought him to life. Like the first guy I brought him to life, he he was uh, he was like a, a street kid. Okay. He wasn't, he wasn't like a goof or anything like that. They said that he was he wasn't even that guy. Oh, and we no, lost that was oh. it. Poor oh. Corbs. He gone. Four we'll went out for Corbs. It's empty. Yeah. 
Um, I'll probably get a text message from him saying his computer crashed or something in a minute. Yeah. That's too bad because I that was interesting stuff right there. Yeah. And well, I don't have anything to go into. Uh, the only thing I got to watch was episode three of uh, excuse me, of um, Secret Invasion. Is that a good show? Should I get into it? I like it. It's um, it's a whole lot of spycraft, is what it is. Oh, here's the text message. Well, that's 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 what um, uh, what's his name was all about there. Um, Nick Fury. Yeah, Fury is all about spycraft. Okay. Yes. I mean that's that's what he that's what that's where he came from. That was his background. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Um. Yeah. He, he he thinks we we all froze. I said no. You disconnected. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, do we drop? Do you want to drop a nugget or? I, I think it's minute. time. Where'd you okay, say? What? Didn't you say something about Walking Dead, Paul? No, right. I said I haven't watched any. Like I'm oh. I'm episodes behind on that too. I got um, renewed for a second season. I saw. I saw I that. Still, I still don't care. Is that Dead don't. City? Yeah, it's actually pretty good, but I just I haven't had time to keep up with it. So yeah, yeah. so Negan, that's Negan and um Maggie, Maggie. Yeah. Maggie. Yeah. All right, Paul. Have you seen the previews for the one for um, Daryl Dixon? Daryl. Yeah. I saw there was a preview. And... There is. It was a good preview. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he ends up in France. Yeah. Yep. How he ended up on a boat, I'll never know. But because <laughs> I'm not going to go back and watch the old one. Well, you don't have to because they never reference it. They don't. So they're gonna have Are to talk it up in the new one. Are you kidding me? No, they don't. When when they ended it, none of these the, they never reference any of these spinoffs. It literally just shows him going away on his motorcycle in the season finale, in the series finale. It's like, yeah. well, you get- have you have you seen the other trailer with Michonne and yeah, they're getting a show Rick? too. Yeah, yeah. Is that a show or a movie? Show. No. Oh. They switched gears. It was supposed to be the Rick movie, and then they changed it. So. So, eh, whatever. Right. All right, Paul. Why don't you drop a nugget for Hugh? What's your nugget, drop, yo? All right. Drop the nugget for Corbs too. So I saw a guy at the beach yelling, "Help! Shark! Help!" I just laughed. I knew the shark wasn't gonna fucking help him. Good night, everybody, and megabyte me, bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. production.